Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. Hello and welcome to the Weekly Outlook at XM.com. I'm Maria Pachardis and joining me is Senior Investment Analyst Rafi Boyajian. We'll be reviewing the week ahead. So Rafi, let's begin with the Reserve Bank of Australia. Just a few weeks ago, the RBA added an extra 100 billion Australian dollars to its quantitative easing program. When the bank meets on Tuesday, is it likely to announce any policy changes? And are we expecting any big reactions from the domestic data that will come out next week too? So Maria, as you said, we did get that uh, extra 100 billion Australian dollars at the February meeting. So we're not expecting any changes uh, in the March meeting. Uh, and overall, we know that the outlook uh, is looking much better, particularly for Australia, which uh, not only has it done a better job in containing the virus, but also uh, it's, we're seeing a surge in commodity prices such as iron ore, which are all positive uh, for the uh, Australian uh, economy. Uh, and this has been what's been driving this uh, surge in Australian government bond yields. So Australian bond yields have joined in the global uh, bond yield rally. Uh, so uh, that's likely to prompt some uh, dovish language from the RBA because they will not want uh, the bond yields to rise uh, too far, too fast, uh, because of course it affects the Australian dollar, not just in terms of raising borrowing costs, but, but the we've seen the Australian dollar hitting the uh, 0.80 dollar level. Uh, it has now, uh, we, are, we are seeing a bit of a pullback in the Aussie right now, but on the whole, uh, the outlook for the Aussie is quite bullish. So the RBA will be very careful not to sound too optimistic. They will try to stay as dovish as possible. And it's going to be interesting to see whether or not uh, they say anything about this surge uh, in Australian government uh, bond yields. As far as the data is concerned, we're going to get the GDP uh, numbers. Uh, uh, so those, those are going to be for the fourth quarter. Uh, but on the whole, they're not going to have a huge impact on the Aussie because within the focus now is pretty much uh, on uh, the months ahead and, of course, what's happening in global bond markets. Okay, moving over to Canada now. We'll get GDP growth figures for the fourth quarter on Tuesday. In addition, there's the OPEC Plus meeting on Thursday, which might matter more for the loonie. What should we expect? So we will probably see a slowdown in, the, in Canada's recovery in the fourth quarter because uh, we did see some fresh lockdowns uh, in the winter months. Uh, so Canada, like Europe and the US, did see resurgence of the coronavirus. Uh, so that uh, almost certainly affected uh, the recovery. But of course, the outlook now is looking much uh, brighter. We've got the stimulus in the US coming up, so that should boost Canada's economy as well, given how uh, dependent Canada is on the US for trade. We, of course, also have the rally in oil prices so all of this has been quite positive for the uh, Canadian uh, dollar uh, now uh, oil prices uh, that could actually be more significant uh, next week uh, than the GDP numbers uh, because we've got an OPEC meeting coming up so OPEC plus meeting uh, they're now uh, meeting every month uh, and uh, for this next meeting it's, it's going to be quite an uh, important one because they will probably be debating whether or not to raise uh, output. Um, we did see a slight increase in output back in January and uh, now they're going to discuss whether or not to raise output uh, as of uh, April. Uh, if we just get half a million uh, barrels per day uh, increase, which is what's, uh, what, um, what many people are predicting, uh, and that's, again, quite a modest increase, so it might not have huge impact on the rally in oil prices. But if OPEC plus 
does signal that they're committed to uh, raising output further over the coming months uh, due to the improving uh, outlook for uh, demand uh, back of, on the back of uh, those uh, vaccinations and stimulus, of course. Uh, so that could really um, put a serious dent uh, in the oil rally. Uh, so, uh, so all of this will probably be uh, more important for the Looney next week. Okay. Now, in the U.S., there has been an accelerating sell-off in bond markets. All eyes will be on the latest non-farm payrolls numbers due out on Friday. What should traders look out for? So the U.S. jobs market has been quite sluggish since December. We are expecting to see a bit of a pickup in February. So forecasts at the moment are for an increase of 110,000. So given that uh, the Fed uh, puts a lot of weight on the jobs market, on employment, uh, so it's really going to be important to see how the labor market evolves in the coming months because that's probably going to what's going to determine how soon the Fed decides to begin withdrawing uh, its uh, stimulus. Um, and of course, given the current situation now with uh, the sell-off in bond markets and the jump in uh, in treasury yields, uh, we could see increased uh, volatility uh, from the NFP report. Uh, so if we see a strong report, uh, we could see a further surge in, in treasury yields and that in turn would boost the uh, US dollar. Uh, one thing to note though is that because of course the uh, the jump in treasury yields is uh, that the rally there is infecting uh, global yields uh, as well. Uh, so uh, if we see, str- we could potentially see uh, the the impact on global yields being greater than perhaps even on treasury yields, and, so, and that could also s- somewhat offset uh, the moves uh, in the dollar. Uh, so it's going to be uh, quite. Uh, we could see some volatility. It's hard to say how the dollar will quite respond, uh, but most likely strong jobs report should produce a stronger dollar. And finally, in the UK, the word is that Chancellor Rishi Sunak may unveil a corporate tax hike to support the UK's public finances. What might this do for the pound? There's a lot of speculation that there's going to be loads of giveaways uh, in the uh, in the budget. Uh, and uh, of course, uh, given the fact that the UK, much of the UK is still uh, pretty much uh, under a hard lockdown, so any extra help would be seen as boosting re- the recovery further. Uh, now, Boris Johnson has laid out a very cautious plan out of these lockdowns, so we're not going to, we're not likely to see um, restrictions being fully lifted uh, until the summer uh, at the earliest. So that means there's plenty of months uh, uh, before those restrictions go away, and so more help definitely will be needed. So if we do get uh, extra spending, uh, perhaps some tax reliefs, uh, and of course the, ex- the extension of the furlough scheme. Uh, then all of that should be positive uh, for the pound. However, there is talk that uh, the Chancellor is considering raising some taxes, particularly corporation tax. And now, as long as the tax uh, rises aren't uh, that big, or at least they will be done very gradually, uh, and we get plenty of uh, other virus reliefs uh, to help the economy, we shouldn't see the pound being impacted uh, too much. But uh, if, 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 if the budget really isn't uh, as generous uh, as uh, hoped, uh, then that could uh, that could really uh, deal a serious blow to the pound rally. Rafi, thanks so much. And thanks for joining us at XM.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.